Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elliot connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this little, it's just a little anuse-boosh. You get it? Like, instead of an amuse-boosh, Miles, oh, it's an wow. anuse-boosh. That's wow. courtesy of Case Aiken. Really okay, good case. work. One of those ones that's like, we must have done this before. This is so good. Yeah. It's so it's just right in the sweet spot of the racket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank case you for Aiken. that. Like, you know, then sometimes we will accept things that go outside of the form of, you know, Geist or Trent. Uh, yeah. And here we are. A news. A news. Uh, I'm Jack O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, I can tell you that that damn much. Okay. And that, that right there. Well, I'm pretty sure that's Miles Gray. I'm pretty sure I am, too, but I don't know anymore, you know, because <laughs> I'm getting up there in the right. years. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where you look like I? you could be a uh, lineman President? for uh, one of the good ones, one of the, huh? uh, you know, or whatever. Anyways, we're talking about the uh, foggy old brain of one Joe Biden. Um, Our commander-in-chief. So he, he finally uh, went to Maui two weeks after one of the worst natural disasters in the history of the United States. And he's just he just seems... Like the people are asking if he fell asleep at one point on stage during one of the memorials. Should we play the quote where he tells the guy that he looks like a yeah. lion? So this, I think like one of the first things he's like, he, he comments, this isn't in the clip, but he like commented about like the ground being hot and stuff. And you're like, you're walking through a place, a fire has just come through. Try and just like keep your comments to things that are relevant. But anyway, here he is at his press conference uh, with some really interesting ideas. And uh, Mayor Rick uh, Basson, uh, Rick, uh, 
when we talked on the phone, I never, I, you look like you played uh, in defensive tackle for, uh, I don't know who, but somebody good. But at any rate, uh, I want to thank you for your leadership and this unimaginable, during this unimaginable travesty. Travity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out Travity Scott. Uh, got a new album out. Like what? Oh, Joe. oh boy. That is not a good. <sighs> Folks. How is this motherfucker the only thing standing between us and a Donald Trump presidency? How? How is this where we, you have put us, the Democratic Party? Holy shit. This is this your king? He is barely holding it together, you guys. Like, it put him out of his misery. Just like somebody come talk to him and just be like, hey, it's all over. You're good. You're good. You're good. You did you your did job. It. You did you're, it, man. Actually, we we've discovered like you're we're better off if you just kind of take a nice long nap. Oh, dude, you know would be sick is if you supported the candidate for president and you just step to the side. That could be something else. But hey, here but then we it would are. be Kamala. Like it, it definitely would be Kamala, which is I don't know who. Yeah, is that or worse? They would, I don't know. I don't think Kamala could be worse. No, she at least is like there coherent like, yeah, yeah like and wouldn't you know granted not the most charismatic uh, at times but still like has a, a mind that is intact but this is just so it's just hard to watch man and i hate like sounding like some like maga dude I'm like this guy's so old but it's like yeah so fucking hard to watch he's this. so old he's and, so bad at being a politician at this point yeah he's not really i'm not you know, and again, that's why, like, I get why everyone's pointing, like, back one year ago to the Inflation Reduction Act to be like, he did that. Yeah. And yeah, he did. He did. And now uh, it's time to step aside. I mean, the, the thing is, like, I don't know. I'm down for whatever is going to give them the best chance of winning the election. Um, and if keeping him, like, propped up is going to, but it, it just doesn't feel like it possibly could. Now, if the alternative is Kamala Harris, then maybe that is. But like, why does the alternative need to be Kamala Harris at this point? I don't know. It's probably a really cynical triangulation from the DNC to yeah. like try and like, you know, really shore up the black vote. Because right now we look at how the like black male celebrities are going right. And yeah. Just trying to fucking find like, you know, the support, it might go in a different direction in certain demographics, but this is just whatever. You know, you show up two weeks late to this terrible fucking disaster. Mind you, they say that around 850 people are still missing. Jesus. And like, it doesn't feel like a heaven and earth type response from the federal government to do something. At least that's not what the sentiment I'm gaining. Yeah, isn't he people. sending them like $700 like per person? Yeah. But, yeah that doesn't I, feel like enough, man. I, I think, again... It's just, but again, I think there's just a, there's just a reflex of the U.S. government to be like, oh, not on the mainland? Oh, like basically a colony from a couple centuries ago? Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll get there when we get there. He's also doing this thing on this trip where he keeps talking about how, like, he can kind of understand what the Maui wildfire survivors are going through because uh, he knows, quote, what it's like to lose a home to a fire. And he didn't. It's like not, first of all, like that's inadequate to the situation to be like, I get it, man. I've had a thing that I lost to a fire. So but I'm also I get the most powerful human on earth, kind of. Right. So, so as, as I was watching my home burn, I 
kind of totally knew everything was going to be all right. So no big deal. But um, it's just so dumb. It's so insensitive. Like if Trump had said it, I like I, I don't give a shit if Trump had said it. You know, they all these people. But like he said, I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday and lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home. Not a lake, a big pond and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning ducts. Make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette and my cat. But all kidding aside, I watched the firefighters, the way they responded. What the fuck? You're kidding? It's just, he's, it's like campaign trail talk rather than like, I'm here to like, whatever. He, you know, it, it is what it is at this the point. The fire never left the kitchen and took 20 minutes to put out. And this is what he's going with to console people who just like went through one of the worst natural disasters. And yeah, like I, and look, I under, look, there's obviously the instinct of a politician to create common ground as quickly as possible with the group of people you're speaking with. So he's trying to do that by saying like, I know the position you're in, but sometimes you can just come through and express your, just your grief, your sadness yeah. for what's happened yeah. and then pivot to, and this is how I want to make sure I'm helping you. And this never happens again. And here is what I'm going to do. Yes. Yeah. And rather than like, you know, the boilerplate thing of like, I'm sending all federal assets to da, 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 da. Sure. But I don't know. Again, it's like just a, just a bad look. I don't, I'm the, the Republicans are like hammering Joe Biden right now over this, but not for like the leadership part. They're like he fell asleep. He yeah, told yeah. a fake story about like a fire and they're, uh, meanwhile, I'm over here. I feel so fucking terrible for these people that have lost everything. The amount of people that are displaced, the amount that are still missing. And I don't know. It just, it, it just feels like inadequate from, from my side. And again, I'm not obviously there to like fully get the tone of people, but from the handful of people that whose opinions I do respect that are like on the ground there, it doesn't feel, it seems like it doesn't feel like everything possible can be done. But I, we've said this yeah. in the past, when has the federal government really come through and be like, yeah, we cleaned all that up and it's all the waste is gone and there's no more chemicals and all this is fine. Everyone has a, their, a place to stay. Just not, that's just not the case. Like mainstream Democrats, I feel like when they hear people criticize Biden, they're like, what, do you want Trump? No. And it's I want just, better. I want yeah, better. And we guess just wish that the party did better than this. You can, um, and I think that's the thing. People conflate the having a better, wanting to have politicians of a higher standard with like support for Trump. There are yeah. people who cynically will do that for their own like conservative aims and like kind of be like, yo, I'm kind of a liberal and then switch it up on people. But consistently, we talk about how the Democrats don't do enough. Why? Obviously, because they're a pretty much corporate owned party at this point. Those the real interests of workers, of working people, of families and stuff, they don't intersect with them because they're there to look after a completely different group of people and just sort of make these incremental gestures of progress to us and hope that that will keep us at bay from screaming for something better than what it is now. Yeah. But yeah, just, um, it's, uh, it's 
hey man we got we got a lot going on there's the the world is crumbling and i, I i'm you know like we like we said remember like the republicans are counting on a catastrophe yeah to yeah to push them into the white house will like 20 different catastrophes do are they okay with that i don't know maybe not it, it <laughs> might not it might not be enough it's too diffuse the yeah. catastrophes are too diffuse at this point we need a 9-11 plus a january 6th right 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 all right let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about uh the disappearing mugshot Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And turns out Trump might not get a mugshot after now, all. What the fuck? Despite uh, reports that Thursday's arraignment could make history by giving us the first Trump mugshot. 
it may not actually happen. One legal expert interviewed in the mirror, at least speculated this probably wouldn't happen given the precedent of previous cases and his legal team have been arguing against their client being photographed, even despite the fact that his campaign literally photoshopped a fake mugshot for <laughs> fundraising purposes. <laughs> totally. I do love this, this little detail though. Online gambling sites have been allowing bets concerning the arraignment. Um, people can wager whether or not he'll be smiling in the mugshot, what color tie he'll be wearing. And uh, most importantly, how much he'll weigh when he shows up. This one has captured my attention and my imagination. The line here is 273 and a half pounds. Yeah. I didn't think, I didn't know. I'm so bad at assessing like weight that I'm like, is that, is he that big? He's not that tall, but he's I don't know. Six I have two, no, isn't he? That's what he says. I mean, he, he's obviously six not like three. He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, three. Yeah. And I'm sure, do we have, do we have the over under on that? Yeah. That's, I'm that's a good under. question. I'm yeah, are are they going to measure him without his shoes on? Um, so height six, three, his reported weight is two forty three. So two seventy three point five seems, I don't know. That seems low to me. You're thinking it's under that. I'm thinking I'm, I just can't I'm gonna believe take the over. Okay. I just can't believe this is like where we're at. Like we're over here. We're like fucking Joe Biden. And now we have like, all right, is it what color ties our future? Color fear, ties, you know, because like, I don't know. I don't know. What he's you, smiling for sure. The odds are, I don't know what the odds are. If he's, but he's smiling. Picture, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. they do have to weigh him. Don't they? I have no idea, man. I've, I've, not been processed and booked like that before but yeah i'm imagining yeah that they do because it's like because they want to get all your data or some shit yeah Interesting. but uh hey donald just just you know stay strong through, throughout all this and don't go to russia like we like we think you're going to or at least you're just joking that you would it's just a joke that i'd go to russia but he wants it does seem like he wants them to put him in jail because then it'll Make people outraged on his behalf. So he is double-edged sword threatening huh? to run from the country to flee the country as a quote unquote joke to see if he can't make them smack him and then he'll fall down and call the police. Uh, that sort of thing. <laughs> um all right. There was a ruling that may affect the strike and may affect the future of AI art. Yeah. A federal judge just upheld a ruling that concludes that copyright law has never uh, stretched so far to protect works generated by new forms of technology operating absent any guiding human hand, stating that human authorship is a bedrock requirement. So basically that you can't copyright uh, AI art. But I guided it when I told the generative AI to show me pimped out Pope. <laughs> That's my IP. I just, I, I mean, great. Feel like that's that. That is the thing that makes this feel like it doesn't actually matter to me. Is that the people will just argue that like they guided it by, you know, by doing it AI prompt. programming or whatever. But I guess that's like saying you would have a copyright claim because you told a songwriter to like write me a song about how beautiful I am, and then you're like, and that's mine now, my copyright because I told someone to make, I don't know. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but I just like the fact that that will keep people from thinking they can profit off of this yeah. lazy ass shit. I think like I would have been 
happier if he didn't specify like no guiding human hand and had just focused on something else that he pointed out in the decision, which is that AI models are often trained on pre-existing work. So mm-hmm. that's the thing that really kind of throws a knot in the idea of AI art being copyrightable is that it's just a remix of pre-existing art. So why? Yeah. Yeah. Did you well, get all those copyright right, permissions? Exactly. From every single movie you've seen in your life? How did you even get those ideas? But yeah, this is good to know because everybody was licking their lips as to like how AI can be like so profitable and the studios would hate that. Yeah, they would hate it if they made made an AI movie and then weren't able to... (laughs) We could just rip it off. Yeah. They're like, no, what the fuck? Like, sorry. Or as that Russo brother said, like, you, you could just like remake that movie, but with you as the star... Which is what everybody oh, right. wants. N- the fuck I do. Yeah, you do. You think mm. about it, dude. You do. The most I can do is Photoshop our faces onto movie characters and then get weirded out by that and then be like, <laughs> oh my God, it's come too far. It's come too far. But also, yeah. I look sick as the Terminator. You do, actually. Yeah, look you, really look cool. as, you look great as Eddie Furlong, too. Not gonna yeah. Lie. So some of the elderly pictures of me really are troubling. Um, (laughs) let me know exactly what i'm gonna look like on my deathbed um scooter braun is trending he so we don't have anything really official yet right no this is he's famous for being justin bieber's manager who like bought taylor swift's songbook prompting taylor swift to redo like all of her albums and basically version yep the the versions that he bought worthless um, he's not, he's not a very well liked person in like writ large in the public. Mm-mm. Um, and he, so what we know so far is that, uh, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed that Demi Lovato and Ariana Grande are leaving his management stable. Yeah. Um, there are also rumors and this would mark, this is a big deal that Justin Bieber is also leaving. Yeah. Adina Menzel, I think, also parted ways. Yeah. So there's a there's an article in Variety with the headline, What the Hell is Going On in Scooter Braun's Empire? And it's... Yeah. It, it, it seems bad. But yeah. No, but there's also, like, not the usual, like, kind of speculation of, like, what, what all this means or what's happening. So, I don't know. I, I, I noticed uh, an exchange on Twitter between our favorite people, Bridget Todd and Sophie Lichterman, uh, where Bridget was talking about, she's like, I don't know what's going on, but like, what it like, first Bridget was saying, like, does that have to do with like crypto or NFTs? And then Sophie pointed out, like, all of his Instagram pics are like, he's like, they're all vacation pics where it's like very nonchalant. Mm. And Bridget said, that's the biggest sign of someone who did something just posting all nonchalant. Like you don't know what everyone's talking about. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's, there's apparently the rumor is that some kind of report or story is going to become public about him. And that is why people are starting to head for the exits early. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Yeah, we'll see. We will see. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like a lot of like the, the thing in the variety article is like speculation around financial misdeeds, white collar type stuff, which there is a Taylor Swift lyric vigilante but, shit. Yeah, son. 
Um, <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know that it's about Scooter Braun, um, but it, it's but, I mean, look, like, look, got we don't, with FBI. we don't dabble all the time in straight up conspiracies, <laughs> but verse three, while he was doing lines and crossing all of mine, someone told his white collar crimes to the FBI. Ooh. Okay. And I don't dress for villains or for innocence. I'm on my vigilante shit again. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see who we that one see. was about. Maybe yeah. it was about her dad, who's a billionaire hedge fund person. Um, yeah. <laughs> or maybe multimillionaire. Um, anyways, those are some of the things that are trending on yep. this Tuesday afternoon. We are back tomorrow with the whole last episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind yep. to yourselves. Get yep. the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And we will nope. talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.